0: Michelin Pilot Challenge on IMSA Radio, part of the Radio Show Limited Network. Green flag for the Michelin Pilot Challenge for the Alan J Automotive Network 120. Uh, delighted to be with you again here for IMSA Radio. John Heindorf and Jeremy Shaw joining us for the first time in this 71st Mobile One 12 hours of Sebring Weekend. Morning, Jeremy.
1: Good morning, John. Wonderful to be back here at Seabree. My second trip here this year already. <laughs> and, um, yeah, this is going to be a fun one. There's a lot more people here this time than there were for the... Uh, I was here for an open-wheel test a few weeks ago, which was uh, which was quite good fun. But i uh, tell you what, the place looks completely different now. Well, I'll tell you and now, Jeremy, yeah. it looks completely different
0: <laughs> from when I was calling the VP Racing uh, sports car challenge on Sunday, uh, because with a pair of binoculars, I could uh, call the cars all the way from sort of turn two to pretty much turn 13, 14, albeit through the trees. Uh, And now I can't see the track in those areas (laughs) because the infield and the midway have filled up so much. Welcome along if you're listening in here around the uh, very efficient public address system. We're also on 100.9 FM. And for the big races at the weekend on Friday and Saturday, we'll take over the airwaves of WWOJ 99.1 FM. And thanks to the folks down there uh, in uh, that particular part of Radio Land for allowing us to use their FM frequency. So even if you're a little bit further afield than the track, why would you want to leave? I know. But uh, you can still be listening in. And of course, for the IMSA race, we'll be on uh, Sirius XM at the weekend as well. I'll get the uh, details of that. Uh, uh, normally it's 2 or 7, but I've got a feeling there's a change this weekend. So I'll, I'll look that one up for you. One hour session for the first free practice since the cars were out on track for the four hour race that's at uh, Daytona, just up the coast. And uh, that was. Quite some time ago now, wasn't it, when we think about it? Because that was the Friday main at uh, the Rolex 24 at Daytona. And this is an all-skate session. So both the TCRs and the GSs, GT4 cars, out on the track, Jeremy, in a decent field, again, for this, the uh, and Pilot Challenge. Yeah, indeed,
1: 42 cars on track uh, for... This second round of the IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge. We've got 27 GS cars. GS equates to GT4 in the world order these days, and we've got 15 TCRs, and uh, a couple of new entries in uh, in both of the classes here for this weekend. In TCR, we've got uh, another Hyundai has joined the fold. Actually, it's it's another Hyundai w- w- with a with a. Uh, The different team, Van der Stur Racing, that last year ran a Hyundai Veloster in TCR, this year stepping up to GS with an Aston Martin for the number 19 car. It's Rory Van der Stur and and. um his, his going to be full season co-driver Austin McCusker, former winner in the Prototype Challenge Series, also running a, a TCR car this weekend. though. that'll be the number ninety-one. It'll be Tyler Maxon who drove for the first race of the season with the Dailly Motorsports Hyundai team, switched across now to the uh, Van der Stur Racing effort. To be joined by Brian Ortiz, who had success last season in Lamborghinis, uh, Lamborghini Super Trofeo in the Pro-Am class. So. You, uh, he won that class last year. So he's back into the pilot challenge again. He's had some success in this series in the past. Also had success in MX5 Cup. So a long time into the competitor. Uh, Brian, however, has not even driven this car uh, before today. So it's going to be a steep learning curve for oh, him. Wow. That particular car, number number 91 car, it ran at Daytona as the number one uh, for the Brian Herd on sport team. Right. Uh, and it's now been, been purchased by the Van der Stur Racing Organization. Uh, and it's, it ran last year as a number two car, so it's, it's got a bit of a history. Uh, Tyler Maxson drove with the uh, Brian Herder Autosport team last, ye- last year, uh, so he's familiar with these cars, and I think he's a really good uh, addition to that van der Stur racing team. They've got uh, big plans for the future. Van der sturr have been around this sport for a long, long time. Rory's the son of, 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 of Gunnar, who, who used to drive uh, LMP2 cars with some success a few years ago, uh, and the cars are beautifully
0: presented, John. So it was an hour on the clock when we started. Hello to you all here at the track, now that I've remembered to feed us up on the PA. Uh, 55 <laughs> minutes to go. It's a good start to the week. Isn't it? I can't even claim that I'm uh, I'm getting tired yet. Uh, 55 <laughs> minutes to for IMSA Mission and Pilot Challenge. The G Automotive Network 120 uh, coming up later this week. Two hours is the standard length of a Mission and Pilot Challenge race. Spencer Pumpelli has the early... Fast time for BGB Motorsports with a 211.295 in the best of the GS runners. TCR Mikey Taylor for Unitronic UDC, a uh, GDC, sorry, Miller Motorsport with a 217. And that compares to what, Jeremy, in terms of fast times that we've seen here at Sebring in the past for the Mission and Pilot Challenge runners?
1: Yeah, the qualifying lap record was set actually back in 2019 by Owen Trinkler. Uh, driving a Mercedes for the uh, Team TGM. He's had had a couple of different cars since then, Uh, Chevrolets and Porsches and you name it, and this year he's been driving uh, an Aston Martin. But 210.521 is a qualifying lap record. The race lap record was a 210.9. That was set by Robin Liddell, who's here also this weekend. Uh, driving a Chevrolet Camaro gt 4 after for the Rebel Rock team, and it was, it, it was in a Chevy that he set that fastest race lap back in 2020, a 210.9. The race fastest lap last season was 211.1, that was by Trent Hindman in an Aston Martin. Uh, pole position last year, Alex Premat in a Porsche, 211.0. Uh, 2 minutes, 11.0. I'm just looking at the times now. Spencer Pompelli has done a 2.09.937. That is not hanging around. That is uh, six tenths of a second faster than that lap record in qualifying set back in 2019. Conditions, though, John, just about perfect this morning, aren't
0: they? Yes, I would say so. I I have a feeling when Alex Prema set that record that we we did have a damp track um, that year for for that particular uh, session. 2.09. 9.37, 9.37, and Mikey Taylor's just gone through in a 2.12, for the best of the TCRs, running fifth overall, yeah, and wow. that's not hanging around either, Jeremy. No, that's a full second
1: underneath the Britt Casey's lap record, a 2.13.7, also set in 2019. So stunning lap times this morning, Mikey Taylor, in that uh, that's a new Audi RS3 LMS TCR, uh, there's uh, three different specifications of of uh, Audi in TCR at the moment. There's the, the older spec car, which is it has a DSG gearbox. There's a sequential gearbox car, which is the one with which the number 61 team of uh, of Gavin Ernst and John Morley won the opening round of the season at Daytona, and there's also the brand new t- new car, which is what Mikey Taylor. Uh, is running in that number 17 car for JDC Miller Motorsports.
0: Uh, You can tell the the, um, two different types of the cars. The Evo is the newer car. Tell that apart from the older car, because it has the reverse swan neck mount on the rear wing. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, when you see it, you'll understand. Instead of the rear wing being mounted... On uh, pylons that go up and over the top from the back of the car it, they actually go around behind and attach it's really quite an interesting thing to do uh, Audi have done that with a couple of their evolutions on the TCR and the GT4 and GT3 versions of the Audi R8 as well so ten minutes gone Spencer Pumpelli at the top with that stunning 209.937. his last lap at 211.2 is more what we probably were expecting in this <laughs> session uh, he, he is half a second to the good on Eric Foss for Murillo Racing in a Mercedes. That's the AMG number 56. Then Chad McCombie for McCombie McAleer Racing, who just comes into the pits in his Ford Mustang number 13. He's clocked to 210-481. 210-632 for Daniel Morad and the Winward Racing Mercedes. That's the 57 car. And then Luca Mars... 59 for core motorsport. had a great run at the weekend in the vp uh, racing challenge the sprint version if you will That's to 210 701 and a 210 997 how close is this kenny burillo for the uh, second of the burillo racing cars that's the 72 mercedes so what what have we got there not a lot a second between the top six there jeremy
1: yeah and uh, and four, four different cars porsche mercedes Ford, Mercedes Ford, then the best, of Aston Martins, is in seventh. The best, of BMW, is in eighth position. And then in ninth is the new McLaren Artura. Jesse Lazar in the number 69 car for the MIA team out of Canada inside the top ten. One of the McLarens from Crucial Motorsports ran particularly well at the opening round at Daytona. Brand-new car it was there, the world debut for the GT4 McLaren Artura, and finished in sixth position for Crucial Motorsports. That was... Uh, Michael de Casada, Aurora Strauss, and uh, Henry O'Neill making his debut. Uh, Henry's not driving this weekend, but Aurora and Michael de Casada are very happy they are with that car. They've got uh, teammates this weekend for the first time. A second McLaren joining in the same colour scheme, the orange and uh, and blue, primarily traditional now McLaren colours. Uh, And it'll be the father and son team of Ron and Eric Zitzer from Orlando, Florida, uh, who'll be uh, driving the second of the McLarens. That's car number 59, I think it is. In the. No, it is an 85, excuse me. 85 car is uh, Eric Zitzer. It's his first ever professional race uh, for Eric this weekend, although he's been club racing for a long, long time, but never had driven anything other than a Porsche. Uh. The Zitzer family, they've been running, they've got a whole. They've got about 55 cars in their shop up in Orlando. They run track days and races in all sorts of different uh, club racing series and vintage events. But uh, Eric has never driven anything other than a Porsche in a race. This is his first ever pro race. So he's excited. Saw him a few minutes ago and uh, he's, he's pumped up and ready to go. And his dad, Ron... Well, he's been around this sport for many, many years. The family has been involved in this sport for many, many years. I think I think Eric actually is a, a fourth-generation racer for that uh, for that Zitzer family. Uh, Ron himself, his last pro race with sir, was back in 2014, which is his uh, his uh, most recent run at the uh, the Rolex 24. That's uh, Ron Zitzer in Karlbach. Uh, 85, he made 15 by the way, Rolex 24 starts as uh, Ron Zitzer,
0: problem for Victor Gonzalez, his Honda has stopped out at the hairpin at turn 7, actually just getting going again, can't quite see how far he's got down there. Hang on, I'll get the binoculars out. Should have done that earlier. So, uh, you,
1: you, we, we were pretty impressed by Spencer Pappelli's time, weren't we? Yes, uh, Two hundred nine point nine. Well, we should be even more impressed because Luca Mars in number 59 core motorsports Ford Mustang has turned a 209.584. Oh my goodness. So uh, three and a half tenths quicker even oh, so Spen- Spencer. So Spencer's wasn't
0: that good really no, as well, really was No, it wasn't it? that pretty <laughs> mediocre, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, we're only wow, joking, wow, Spencer. that's stunning.
1: Uh, the, the cars are running a bit lighter this year compared to ah. in the past um, so that'll help obviously but uh, it's uh, still stunning lap times here, nice you know, relatively cool conditions here uh, not too much of a breeze either and really good track conditions here for the uh, early stages of this first practice session of the week for Michelin Pilot Challenge.
0: I think Victor's got a problem because I don't think he's got much further than turn number 8 just about say see the roof of the Honda out there, I think that's what I'm looking at we'll keep an eye on that, Uh, in fact we've gone red flag so uh, yeah, he hasn't managed to get that car very much further than where the first part of the problem occurred which was down at turn number 7 so red flag and our first of the 71st running of the Mobil 1 Sebring 12 hours week, so everybody back into the pit lane, gives us a chance to look at some of the other times that Mikey Taylor TCR time Two twelve seven five eight, Chad Gilsinger for Hart Honda uh, Works Team. In some respect, they're all Honda employees in that l- beautifully prepared number eighty nine. But he's got a two thirteen eight.
1: <laughs> you say Works Team, yes, they, yeah, they all work. <laughs> the all work, work for there. the factory. Absolutely yes. right. But this is a, it's, a, it's a fascinating program. It's all run on uh, on a, on, a uh, on an off hours basis by the Honda employees. They're up in Marysville, and um, Steve Ike and. Uh, Chad Gilsinger, just arch enthusiasts, and uh, all, of the, all the crew guys, they're all uh, volunteer crew guys, and it's, it's a super story, and they work super hard. All the to crew be guys here. are
0: from the factory as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's brilliant. I mean, it's it fantastic. You know, sometimes you go to a place of work, and uh, there'll be a chess club, uh, maybe a yeah. drama club, maybe some guys will go out on the motorcycles at the weekend. These guys run a race car. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic, yeah. isn't yeah. it? It is fantastic. Yeah,
1: and uh, Honda's second and third then in this uh, field at the moment in TCR. Chad Gilsinger's second fastest to 13.8, so second behind Mikey Taylor's Audi. Uh, and, uh, and he, in, t- in, t- in turn, is more than a second. Clear of Victor Gonzalez, who was third and remains third, even, that ca- even though that car has stopped out on the racetrack that's come in 99. The Victor Gonzalez Racing Team Honda Civic. Of, with Victor himself at the wheel. Fourth position, Nate Stacy making his return to the TCR ranks. Had some success here in the past. He also won the GS overall mm. uh, a couple of years ago in an Aston Martin four-core motorsports. Uh, Nate uh, wasn't able to do the first round of the season, but he's back with an Oklahoma-based team. That's Diley Motorsports running two cars. And number 70 car, 74 car has a new drivers this weekend. It'll be uh, Nate Stacey joined by James Vance, who who uh, is originally uh, from England, but he's been based in Canada for many, many years, although he's actually now based in, uh, in Florida. Uh, but uh, great to see James back in this series. Uh, and Nate, too, because uh, Nate's been hankering after getting a ride again, and he said he couldn't believe it when he got a call from, from uh, Dalio Motorsports. They're based only 45 minutes from, in, from his home in Oklahoma. <laughs> so he's uh, thrilled to be uh, back in the series, and particularly with a locally-based team. And that team... Uh, run by Bob Diley. Uh his son Jacob is one of the drivers in the in the sister car number 70 car uh and uh, they they've got uh, you know big plans and they they they're taking one step at a time they made their debut at the final round of last season at Petit Le Mans at uh, Michelin Raceway Road Atlanta and in a full season campaign this year with two Honda Elantras sourced from the Brian Hurd Autosport team
0: Victor Gonzalez's 99 Honda is in pit lane now, whether that was assisted, uh, no, it's, dri- it's just driving past me. The red, white and yellow for this year, rather more red and white on it uh, than last year. There was a bit of black on it, uh, wasn't there, uh, last season uh, as well, but a little bit of yellow around the A-pillars. So we should be getting back underway relatively cl- quickly. I didn't see any damage on the cars that trundled past on the pit lane speed limit. Good morning to you all. Uh, it is IMSA radios. The green flag waves again. 100.9 FM around the circuit, com, uh, And for the weekend, the Friday and Saturday mains, 99.1 FM. For those of you who have friends or relatives who can't get to the race at the weekend, we take over WWOJ uh, at the weekend, and they'll take our race call from trackside. Also, you can tell your friends that many of the IMSA... Uh, many of the IMSA sessions and races are available as World Feed TV via IMSA.tv or the live video button on IMSAradio.com on the top left hand side. Just drop the drop down menu and click live video on there. Uh, the clock continued to run there. I reckon we lost about five or six minutes so we've got 42 minutes still to go Jeremy in this uh, first free practice session for the Allangier Automotive Network 120 as part of the IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge
1: I think we've had 41 of the 42 cars out on track there's half a dozen that haven't set a representative lap time yet they've just been kind of in and out of the pits a couple of times the only car I think that hasn't been out is the number 14 that's the Toyota GR Supra GT4 Evo the only Toyota in the field run by Aave Motorsports uh, this year. I saw that car in the paddock uh, a little while ago, and, um, but it's still shown in the pit lane. I don't think it's actually made it to the pit lane yet, but um, that car will be driven this weekend. They have a kind of re- revolving door of drivers from Toyota Gazoo Racing, no- South America. Alfredo Nadri from, Domi- so from Santo Domingo, Dominican Republic, is he's, he's the most regular driver in that car, joined this weekend by Thiago Camilo from Brazil, who is a, uh, a long-time exponent in the Stock Car Brazil series. He's got 34 wins uh, in that uh, series over the years. And, uh, He's been many in that in the series yeah. before, though, oh, has yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah On, yeah. A, on, yeah. on, on and a, off. On a sort of semi, semi-regular yeah. basis. Uh, Najri is the mainstay there, and Camilo does as many as he can in between his Brazilian commitments.
0: It's Jeremy Shaw. I'm John Hindhoff. Good to have you company. Many of you just getting in, getting yourself set up, just uh, on the, draw your attention to one or two things, on the uh, the midway, we've got a fan area down there with a, a variety of food vendors and there's a big screen as well that you can see from there, which I'm actually reading the timing off at the moment, which is quite good. <laughs> the new, still relatively new, drive over bridge, the Corvette bridge, two-way traffic available there, which we never had in the years when I first started coming here. Uh, you can hear the cars out round the track we're back under green flag racing again who can challenge that time of the uh, number 59 Ford Mustang well, Bob McKeelian's jumped into that core motorsports machine now to get some laps in Spencer Pumpelli yet to go out in the BGB number 83 yeah, in be fact the top four is still in uh, other than uh, Bob going out to get some laps the three of the top four are still in the pit lane Jeremy sorry
1: yeah it just turns out I think they just left the pit uh, lane yes next, you're right yeah. three. and um, I'd be surprised actually if it wasn't uh, Tom Collingwood who's in the wheel number 83 car right now because you know, the, these uh, Michelin tyres they are at their ultimate best very very on in their life cycle uh, I'd be surprised if we had any any uh, challenges to those top two times set in the, in the early stages here, lap three it was for Spencer Mapelli in the number 83 Porsche, lap four for Luca Mars in the Ford Mustang number 59, I'd be surprised if we got to, down to those times again but hey, uh, Spencer Mapelli's just gone personal best in sector one on this on this lap so he did stay at the wheel of that car and uh, I think Tom, Tom drove in the uh, VP Racing Challenge last weekend, did he or not?
0: Uh, that's a good question actually I think he generally does those yes I think he did well. yeah there's a few people didn't have the the kind of runs they were uh, expecting um, a but a great two. runs at the front of the field
1: Purple Sector 2 there for Scott Andrews that's the number 27 Mercedes sharing that car with Anton Diaz Pereira Dr. Pereira uh, from Tennessee these days originally from Sri Lanka Scott Andrews originally from Australia from Torquay in, uh, in uh, New South Wales uh, but Nate has lived for the last boy, 10 years now probably in North America so he cut his teeth up here in Formula Ford cars won the F1600 championship several years ago and he's turned that into a uh, into a, a bunch of opportunities in sports car racing and he's a really talented young man is Scott Andrews just improved, he did go wow second fastest then for Scott Andrews how wrong was I? 209.737 for Scott Andrews in Caliber 27. Robin Liddell also going super fast. Uh, 209.768 in the Camaro, Col. 71. So it's now Ford, Mercedes, Chevrolet, Porsche, the top four, all covered by just three-tenths of a second, John.
0: Led to believe this will be the last year for the Chevrolet Camaro. Rebel Rock Racing have three chassis, and Frank Depew was here at the weekend in the VP racing challenge yeah, went well too, didn't he got yeah. quicker every time he went out he had a top six finish in the second race um, he literally improved every session he was out and that's the whole point of that program Jeremy yeah. talked at length to Robin and Frank at Daytona and they've deliberately set the car up as it will be here now as it would be for a longer race. There's no difference so that he gets to experience the car on new tyres, on low fuel when he's qualifying, on full fuel when he's racing to give him confidence and it's clearly working more track time is in Frank's case equaling more speeds not always the case but well, Frank's using it wisely
1: it is though I mean there is no substitute for experience in this sport is there and uh, the, 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 the more repetitions you get at something the better you're going to get at it fair point and that's exactly what he's doing and the, the problem for Frank has been maintaining that focus that 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 laser focus not to make mistakes because he's made a few mistakes over the years and crashed a few cars but uh, you know if you can put it all together on a consistent basis that's what robin has been kind of drumming into him and that's what he, really what he is what he is delivering now so they, they had a you know a, a pretty good run at daytona he had a, two, a really good weekend last last time here and to translate that now into a good strong run this weekend, certainly that car has pace.
0: Well, it has. It's it's gone to the top. Yeah. Two or nine four five three. In, in the second race, Frank was up to fourth position, and his times absolutely were in the second VP race on Sunday. He, he was up to fourth position. His times absolutely put him in that position. As the race went on, he did lose a little bit of pace, but he was really sensible. Uh, he fought the battles where he could ended up with a pristine car in 6th position and you take your points where you get them Jeremy don't you yeah that's the key isn't
1: it And uh, you you take what the car gives you, you don't try and get greedy with it and uh, grab too much too big of a bite so uh, good weekend and translating here Robin Liddell super pace then, 209.453 again the the qualifying lap record here was a 210.5 so a full second faster than that the fastest lap in qualifying one year ago, a 211.0. And we've got the top uh, 14 cars are faster than that time in this session so far with uh, still 34 minutes remaining.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Proven there for your-
1: Jared Thomas in the Mercedes car 23, a new team to Michelin Pilot Challenge this season. The... Uh, Uh, JTR Motorsports Engineering, a lot of success the last few years in MX-5 Cup, of course, with uh, Jared Thomas uh, winning the championship last year from Mm. North Vernon, Indiana. And uh, he'll be sharing that number 23 Mercedes with Anthony McIntosh from Milwaukee, Wisconsin this weekend. They had a good first round that day, Turner finished in the the top 10 in eighth position. Uh, So it's a really good debut for that team and those drivers in the Michelin Pilot Challenge in round one of this year's series.
0: The uh, cash prize was $250,000 and Jared put that into the business effectively and that allowed him to be where he is with that car and you know well done to him Many, many people might have run off to wow. a holiday destination or, or something but he uh, very much has built a business on what he's been doing still running cars and still racing by the way in the Idemitsu MX5 yeah. Mazda series I uh, think six cars he had out at St. Pete, including himself yeah. Yeah. and we'll see them again at uh, WeatherTech Raceway Laguna yeah. Seca in a, a couple of months time.
1: Did Jared win one of the races Daytona uh, or did he run the first race in
0: St. Pete? He was right up there, for yeah. sure.
1: And uh, Aaron Jean saw in another of the GTR cars, he was on the podium at St. Pete, his first uh, podium finish. Uh, great, it's great
0: weekend. Yeah. Really good weekend it again was. for Mazda. Love watching well, those cars around messy, there. Second race, turn three, um, the bump coming through turn two into turn three caught a lot of people out yeah. in all the different categories True. in the weekend. True. And uh, there was a couple of incidents where people either brushed the wall or did more than brush the wall and slapped the wall and then the subsequent suspension damage uh, speared them off and caused a domino effect. Billiards, it was like billiards at one stage. I described it as that in the the commentary uh, where unfortunately people who had no reason to be involved in an accident got involved in an accident. They were mere spectators and got caught up in other people's issues. Um, That turn three wall... um, was the wall of war uh, for for everybody it happened in the uh indycar race as well didn't it oh, yeah, that was a mess. yeah that was a mess
1: new fastest side by the way scott andrews now goes to the uh, top of the charts. he kind of a for lone star racing uh they had a really good test here a couple of weeks ago there was a uh, a serious test here at sebring and the uh the team uh, team principal their team owner is dan knox who's going to be here this evening i think uh, for, for Lone Star Racing he ran some IMSA races a few years ago not driving anymore is Dan but AJ Peterson continues to run that car and uh, on the test day here a couple of weeks ago it was AJ's birthday <laughs> so uh, Scott Andrews thought I better I better pull out the, some stops here and he went fastest in both of the sessions so AJ was pretty pleased by that will be even more pleased today even though it's not his birthday uh, but he's gone fastest in this session so far so uh, for Scott Andrews there a uh, a uh, one minute, two minutes nine point three one one. Then for Scott Andrews, two minutes nine point four for Robin Liddell in the Chevrolet in second position. Luca Mars, it was in the Ford Mustang, coming 59 fifty nine third fastest, two hundred nine point five. And then the fourth car in the two hundred nines, that's Spencer Pompelli in the BGB Motorsports Porsche, coming at eighty three. In TCR, it's still. The uh, Mikey Taylor car that's fastest, but now it was fifth fastest when he set at that time very early in the session. Now down to 25th overall. the GS cars finally getting into the groove here. But Chris Miller, who's at that wheel of that number 17 JDC Miller sports Audi RS3 LMS TCR Evo, at the moment. Car's best time at 212.7. Well, Ryan Eversley, in one of the two H- LA Honda World Honda Civics in number kind of 37 has got within, well, just outside a tenth of a second of that time. 2.12.8 wow. then for Ryan yep. Eversley. The third fastest is now the sister car, Mike LaMara, a former series champion uh, who had a great run at Daytona, finished second. He and Dr. Will Talley finished second at Daytona. And their third quickest at the moment is Mike LaMara, 2.13.6. Then the 2.13.8 of Chad Gilsinger in the uh, Honda America Racing Team uh, Honda Civic, number 89, and ran out the top five, the lone Alpha Tim Lewis Jr., a 213.8 also. Uh, and Tyler Mac- Tyler Maxson, also a thir- 213.8 in the Hyundai color 91. And Mason Philippi, uh, with whom he shared a car last season at Brian Herder Autosport. Mason still driving for Herder Autosport this year, number 98, also a 213.8. So super tight in TCR, at least for the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh positions. And eighth. Well, and ninth, actually. <laughs> <laughs> overall, there's uh, about six cars there covered by just over a tenth of a second. There's improvement for Spencer Pampelli 209.6 for the number 83 BGB Porsche. But it remains fourth fastest overall. 209.671 for Spencer Pampelli
0: It's Jeremy Shaw. Alongside me, John Hindhoff, we're into the second half of this one-hour session as the heart Honda comes in that's the one that's red white and black oh that's a nice new colour scheme for the Hyundai coming in right behind him so who was that then with the blue and white Hyundai that's probably number 91 car yes you're absolutely right it was
1: looks good doesn't it Beautiful, yes it, it
0: does mm. very good first time we've had the chance to see some of these new liveries that have just been tweaked a little bit.
1: Yeah, that car brand new to the team this weekend, number 9-1 car. It's going to be uh, certainly one, one, one to watch, I think.
0: As you said, Jeremy, great provenance on that car from the, the yeah. Brian Hurtner running. Uh, as the number two in the number one car in its past lives. car probably knows its way around here without <laughs> having to steal it, to be awesome. <laughs> Good point. So Good
1: point. We've got all 42 cars of now set times here. Even number 14 car that was last out, even that's now completed 10 laps, so that was out again right after the the uh, caution period, at least unless it was somehow missing off the scoring before that, perhaps. I don't know, because it seems oddly it's turned 10 laps already, when most anybody has turned as 12... Uh, so I ah, think perhaps that maybe yes. there was a scoring glitch early on with that number yes. 14 car but it's now in the 18th position Tiago Camilo her turned of 211.0 in that uh, Toyota car number 14,
0: 18th fastest in comes the number 23 Jared Thomas JTR motorsports machine with the sort of Tron, like you have to be a certain age to, if, if, to for that to make sense I realise but if you've then you know what I mean. It, it's a design that Jared Thomas's teammate came up with. He works in the electronics uh, industry, so it's uh, it looks there's uh, like printed circuit boards and stuff like that within it. It's a dark car with blue pinstriping around the edges. Very striking looking car that number 23. And of course, don't forget uh, you uh, can get over into the infield area and have a wander through. The pit lanes and the paddocks rather, not the pit lanes but the paddocks and uh, I know that you'd always be respectful of the teams when they're working but it's a good chance to get up close and personal with the teams and if they're not too busy they'll answer questions as well, not only in the IMSA and Pilot Challenge but right up and down, very impressive paddock area running basically the full length of inside the wall of the Ullman Straight with the WEC paddock uh, towards the top end of that and uh, Imza paddock kicking in about uh, a third of the way down, all the way down to Sunset at turn 17. It is packed. It is packed, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Uh, you know, to Michelin be careful, and Be Gucci. careful if,
1: you, if you're walking down Oh, yes, because Very much. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um the the Michelin village and it is yes. a village um yes. <laughs> it's quite How extraordinary. They got this weekend? Have we, have uh, there's there's nearly 150 cars running on there rubber. A yeah. uh, good year of course uh, with the the uh, LMP2s in the WEC. So the Michelin team are cracking along at fitting tires and uh, I daren't even ask how many they've had to bring but I, the answer would be a lot I yes. think uh, yes, many and not tens with, of thousands. yes um, and notwithstanding the uh, global supply problems that they've had and everybody in racing has had to work with as everyone in automotive has, they've done a cracking job uh, this is one of their biggest weekends anywhere in the world uh, Gregory Leofug mm. improving to a 2.10.2, he had a decent run again at the weekend in the G82 BMW M4 GT4 that's the newer ship I think we've only got the new shape cars in this yes we have yes. there's a couple of the F82s that ran at the weekend yeah Greg had a good weekend in that Stephen Cameron racing car lost the front end a little bit lost the front tires a little bit in the first race and got caught out by a late race full course yellow in the safety car didn't make the same mistake in race two and uh, disappeared into the distance again good experience for him and the team also improving Chad McCombie for McCombie McAleer Racing Ford Mustang 11th position for that just before he came into the pits last time around
1: a couple of minutes before that we had a fifth uh, driver to break into the 209s that would have been Stephen McAleer in the number 28 Community Beerworks R S one Porsche Cayman uh, seven eighteen GT four RSCS to give it its full nomenclature. What a mouthful that is. Um Porsche Porsche GT four, let's leave it at that. <laughs> B- beautiful cars though, and uh, Steve Stephen up into the uh, into the fifth position then in that car. two oh two nine point nine six two.
0: I want to know how it can be a ren Sport, which is the RS, and a Club Sport, which is the CS. (laughs) That's just being greedy. (laughs) (laughs) Just being... And what does it have on the back? It has GT4 RS on the back, on the decal. So, there you go. Uh, Anton Diaz-Pereira, now in the number 27 Lone Star Racing Machine. With that best time posted to that car 209 311 as we said earlier that's not hanging around uh 15 celsius in the air 18 on the track that equates to 64 on the track and 59 fahrenheit in the air and this is pretty decent for the cars and the drivers It's been far warmer. If you are just joining us, you've not had the best of the weather this week. Last weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, absolutely outstanding. Bit of a thunderstorm on Monday, but that cleared out pretty quickly. Decent yesterday, but temperatures knocking on the door of three figures for certainly the afternoons of Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Still, I remember on, I think it was Sunday afternoon, 5 o'clock I saw so, it was still 32 Celsius and uh, a bit toast. I mean, it's lovely in a pair of shorts and a polo shirt, but in a full fire suit with your Nomex underwear and a helmet and a hands device in a hot racing car. Probably not quite as, as pleasant, to be honest.
1: look at the fastest times from the, uh, from the test here, which is back in February. It's actually Jarrett Thomas who set the fastest time of the uh, test overall. Uh, to a 2.9.4, excuse me, 2.10.4, uh, which uh, today would put you uh, 13th on the charts. Wow.
0: Now that that little bit of dampness is dried up, though, Jeremy, I mean, there's a oh, red flag. Red flag. 61 stopped. What car, sorry, Jeremy?
1: 61. That's the Roadshagger Racing oh, right. Audi, the car that won in TCR at Daytona. Uh, that was the... Uh, the, the, the uh, Gavin Erdson has a, has a new car, uh, a new Audi for this season, but uh, they're done some testing with it, but it didn't have a, not in its full specification. They were still wait, They were waiting for the ABS system to be delivered. Well, it was finally delivered yesterday, I, I gather. So even though they've done some testing in the car, they elected uh, to stick with the proven sequential gearbox car for this weekend. Uh, not a bad idea, considering they won at Daytona with it. Um, and they're true. currently in the ninth position here, but that car has stopped out on track
0: at the moment. The Evo is not just a cos- cosmetic change for that uh, RS3 LMS TCR Audi there's quite a bit of change both in how it looks but also on the engineering side underneath uh, yeah there's different de- there's a different design quite a significant different uh, significantly different design to the wheel arch extensions and things like that that are a little bit more robust but they also provide a bit more of an aerodynamic effect there's the new rear wing that we've talked about driver comfort and positioning has been improved different uh, instrumentation and data logging package more extensive, these are proper race cars don't let the fact that they look like four or five door hatchbacks and your family saloons, don't let that fool you, these are significantly worked on and they are all built by the manufacturers and the manufacturer race departments. put a lot of time into uh, all of the uh, all of the TCR cars other thing I noticed about the uh, the Audi when I was looking at one at Snetterton some time ago when it was out testing. They've completely changed the rear anti-roll bar. It used to be a sort of, um, it used to have to negotiate its way around the rear suspension. And therefore it was very difficult to make adjustments or to change it. Now it is a dead straight rear bar. And I'm told, although I've I've not tried this, but I'm told that to adjust it, you can do it just by taking the rear wheels off. Uh, It goes right through the passenger compartment of the car. And if you want to change the bar for a thicker or thinner one, um, there's basically a couple of clips that you pull out and then it just slides out. So significantly different in terms of the engineering and that car. So, counting down still with uh, the red flag out for the Audi. Just coming down to 17 minutes still to go. The clock does not stop in these sessions. So we'll get that car pulled back in as soon as possible. The last race, Jeremy, was one of two four-hour races that we have. Everything else, like the uh, Alan G. Altamort of 120 uh, this week, uh, a two-hour race. Uh, a two-hour contest, but the second four-hour race this year—very exciting. Going to be into the the gloaming or the twilight at Indianapolis Motor Speedway.
1: That is going to be fun because uh, the the Pilot Challenge Series hasn't raced before in Indianapolis, I don't think. Pretty sure it hasn't. And um, so, yeah, I, you know, I mean, it's always a great place to go racing, and particularly. Uh, to run into the night there as well. It's a great opportunity for for these uh, teams and drivers, and I think there's going to be a, a huge field for that race yeah. later in the year. Was that September, is it?
0: Yes, it is. Uh, we're led to believe that is a precursor for uh, a potential WeatherTech run on a Saturday night uh, in the future. Green flag is back out again. So we will continue with the last... Uh, 16 and a half minutes or thereabouts and we'll just wait for our timing to get back underway again cars going out of the pits, pretty much everybody Frank Depew climbed aboard the Rebel Rock Racing Camaro just before that red flag, he's going back out again in fact, everybody's coming back out again, aren't they? They're coming down already to 15 minutes of this one hour to go. By the some good uh, colour schemes. Thank goodness for vinyl wrapping and aero paint. It mainly has transformed what us play-by-play commentators have to work with. And particular thank you to uh, Imza and to Andy Blackmore for their hard work, along with the teams, on the Imza Sporter's guides. Amazing that they get turned out so quickly, even when there are new liveries coming through. At Imza Radio, if you want to get in touch with us, 100.9 around the track. RS2 via Imza Radio throughout the rest of the weekend. There goes the number 59, Bob McKayleon-driven core motorsports Ford Mustang. It's the white car with the multicoloured stripes going out onto the pit lane, or out of the pit lane, should I say. Going to be a drive-through for the Windward Racing 57. Daniel Morad, just a little bit too early coming out of the pits. And also, with the same penalty, the... Am I reading that right? Yes, I am. Number 74 of Nate Stacey, the Hyundai Elantra. So they'll have to come back through, which will cost them effectively a couple of laps, really, doesn't it, in terms of trying to put a time in. But no harm, no foul at this point of the week, just something they need to be aware of for later. You do not want to be doing that in qualifying when you've only got 15 minutes it's James Vance who's taking out the uh, 74, excuse me the daily racing car good morning to you if you're coming in for the first time to Sebring, nice to have you company, and we've almost got a bit of sunshine time for that uh, racing yellow Porsche Carrera Cabrio to get the roof down I would have thought just going down the midway in front of us as Ted Giovannis just pops back into the pits for TGM Adam Adelson in the Porsche GT4 for Nola Sport still in the pit lane as well that little shower that we had overnight and early this morning's cleared up nicely so just waiting for some Faster times to come in. As Jeremy said, I'm not sure we'll get down to the two or nines again, but let's see how hard people want to try. Chris Miller's best time in TCR is a 212.7. And we did have Ryan Eversley get very close to that with a 212.787 against a 758, so 0.02. Nine of a second between the two, TCR first and second. Roy Block for KWM Motorsports and the Alpha on a 213 flats, so or what, a couple of three tenths further back. I'd expect that to get much closer. Yeah, another drive through penalty here for Adam Adelson. Pass under yellow in that Nola Sport car. So he'll have to come back down through pit lane. He's just gone out, and that's when the penalty popped up. So that may have been from before the red flag interruption. But now, obviously, you, you can't serve your penalty under a red flag, so it's been uh, assessed yeah, to him
1: he now. didn't go out. Uh, I think he's just gone out He has now, just gone out, yeah. He's, he's out He's lab. been in the pits for, night, for 10 minutes, uh, I think, before... Yeah, almost ten minutes. So uh, I don't think he went out after Correct. that uh, that red flag until just now. So, yeah, whether that was that penalty was before or afterwards, I don't know. So Mercedes, Chevrolet, Ford, Porsche, the top four at the moment, and uh, the best of BMWs is uh, Gregory Leofuge in eighth position for Stephen Cameron Racing, number forty-three, and then the best. Aston Martin, down to 13th, Michael Cooper. That's the accelerating performance, kind of a 44 at the moment. To ten, 1 minute ten-five for Michael Cooper. 1 minute ten-eight for the best of the McLarens, kind of 69, that's 16th fastest. Jesse Lazar, I think it was, who said that time early on.
0: what we got left 10 minutes see who's got anything left in the fast draw is this just a bit more dialing in uh, the race for IMSA Mission and Pilot Challenge Alan G Automotive Network 120 um, is in a very very busy Thursday uh, where pretty much everybody except the WEC and the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship uh, are actually racing so two porsche cup races uh, plus the Geer automotive network 120 that all happens tomorrow
1: yeah these cars will race at 120 tomorrow for their
0: two-hour race very long day for our marshals and officials tomorrow and uh, we thank them in advance for their hard work this weekend. I mean, yeah, obviously, it's, it's a long day on on, sa- on Friday and Saturday as well. But considering that we've got a 12-hour race on Saturday and uh, what could be an eight-hour race on... Well, it will be an eight-hour race. We've not yet hit the 1,000 miles on the WEC. And we've got another red flag to interrupt this one. And see if we can work out who has gone missing everybody coming back that might end it if that is a major incident 37 I think
1: one of the two LA Honda World Civics yeah.
0: That's showing second, yeah, second
1: position Ryan, Ryan Eversley
0: only one who's got close to to the Unitronic Audi. And that car is showing a stopped out on the circuit. So, can't tell you where that is at the moment. I'll have a quick squeeze around, but... Might not, if it's not somewhere obvious. Yellow flags and yellow lights all around the circuit. So, that was slight... With eight minutes to go see how quickly we can get that car recovered still cars out on the circuit at the moment
1: so chris miller then is uh, still at the wheel number 17 car. It's Mikey Taylor that set the time fastest in TCR, car number 17, two minutes, 12.758. The car that stopped out on track at the moment, well, shown to stopped out on track at the moment, number 37 car, Ryan Eversley, second fastest, just uh, just less than a tenth of a second behind. It's the LA Honda World Civic. Thir- second of Civic's, Carl Whitmer up into third position. So that, uh, I think you just did that, just a few moments ago, he jumped up into third position then, Carl Whitmer taking over that number 99, Victor Gonzalez racing team Honda from the team owner himself, he's up to third fastest and a 13.065 for the Canadian fourth fastest remains Roy Block. time was actually set by Tim Lewis Jr, that's the Alfa Romeo number 5, also two minutes 13.0 fourth fastest in TCR so it's Audi, Honda, Honda Alfa Another another Honda, the second of the LA Honda World Cars, number 73, is fifth, and then the best of the Hyundais. Robert Wickens in car number 33 is the sixth fastest car in the class, uh, 2 minutes 13.6 for, uh, yes, another Canadian.
0: Mm. Sli- I would think that is a slightly frustrating session there, Jeremy, with a couple of interruptions, and... The AMR safety vehicle still heading around the circuit. We've still got just going around turn nine at the moment. The seven zero car being the Gabo Bigam uh, Elantra, another one of the Dallin Motorsport cars. So we're, I think, going to be ending this session fairly shortly. Oh, no, I say, hang on, take it back. I see a green flag in hand on the starter stand, so maybe we will get this one back underway. Depends hmm. how difficult a recovery it is uh, for the... Well, Ryan Eversley's seven's got back into the pit, so I wonder if there was some kind of coming together between that and the seventy. That's speculation on my part but the 70 was a, a long way back around the track, only now coming onto to the Ullman straight behind us here in the global broadcast booth. So, wait to see what happens from race control. Time ticking down to just on four and a half minutes to go in this first one-hour session. Interrupted, as I said, by two red flags, Certainly the first one for the Audi number 61. And we we are going to get about four and a half minutes. So we'll get an outlap and at least one flyer if anybody wants to do that. Let's see h- how many takers we have. Didn't hear a lot of engines firing up there. I wonder if the teams thought that they might be heading back to the Pilot Challenge paddock. There we go. Teams now reacting and coming out of their pit lane. Or pit boxes rather. so we are going to have a little bit of a dash towards the end see if any times can be improved, now that's interesting, Rebel Rock Racing have put Robin Liddell back in the number 71 Chevy Camaro sitting in second at the moment by about a tenth of a second So, car's out on track. Uh, car's out on track. And uh, with a bit of luck, Share Adam will be seeing them all go past her in a moment or two. She's out at turn 16. Good morning, Share. Hello. Good morning, John. It is a very cloudy day down here. And yes, that long red flag, the number 70 Diley Motorsports Hyundai, was the last car to come around about Mm, seven minutes after the red flag came out so that was definitely involved and you said the eversley car made it back into the pit lane the two safety vehicles actually came out of turn 16 and went down the back straight while there were still race cars on track so we'll have to get to the bottom as to what caused that red flag but the good news is there we go the car effectively leading the gs championship after daytona i.e the furthest one up in points that's here that would be the bgb motorsport card that will be the first one to set a representative lap time as this session comes to a close thank you shit uh we'll check back in with shit for the FIA WEC session which comes up in a little while be over on rs1 so jeremy just about time for yeah, it's going to be this lap, isn't it? Just a one flying lap. So what can Robert L- Liddell do? He's got a couple of cars ahead of him. Uh, Anton Diaz-Pereira has just gone through in traffic. Liddell's just gone through turn one as well. So I think he was two... Yeah, he was third in line, Robin, in the number 74. Uh, no, 71 he is, isn't he? So he's way down. I'd take that back. It's the 74 that caught my eye on the timing screen. So there's Robin just gone through in front of us. So he has got a bit of traffic. He's just got past a couple of cars, including Anthony McIntosh in the JTR. So Robin's worked himself to the head of a second group there. He's just coming underneath the crossover bridge, the Corvette bridge, and down towards turn seven. The distinctive white... And green, urban grid, rebel rock Camaro, and this will be the last lap for all of these cars, Jeremy. Yeah,
1: it will. There were just uh, just over two minutes remaining as the first car crossed the start finish line to begin this lap, and the fastest time of the sessions are two and nine point three. So unless it was uh, it was the uh, it was the number ninety three car, wasn't it? That was fast first across the line. Unless he pulls out something absolutely spectacular, this will be the last lap for, for everybody during this session. We'll see the Tricker flag next time around. And uh, we've got a few drivers on on personal bests at the moment, including Cameron Lawrence in number 95, Tournament Sport BMW, currently standing in the 20th position. But Cameron has just gone faster than his previous best in Sector 1 and Sector 2. So he's now heading down the... Uh, Almond straight away heading into Sunset Bend, into Turn 17. Right behind, I think the uh, number 39 Porsche. So Porsche and the BMW should be heading out of the uh, final corner now. Across the stripe, they go to take the checkered flag. Actually, this number 39, I think, came into the pit So it was number 95 BMW. They go across the stripe. He did improve to 11.0 for Cameron Lawrence in of number 95, 17th fastest.
0: Can't imagine. That there's going to be any major changes Cameron Lawrence did well there to get some time out of the Turner Motorsport BMW, but we'll watch them across the line here the chequered flag being waved with some enthusiasm, the VP Racing Fuels chequered flag yeah, Sean
1: McCaussey brought that car into the pits, he didn't yeah.
0: complete that lap
1: improvement also though for Michael De Casada in one of the uh, crucial motorsports McLaren's number 58, just gets ahead of the MIA McLaren, so they'll be happy with that,
0: 210.7 for Michael De Casada, 16th fastest. I tell you what, Robin Liddell didn't improve, but that was a heck of a good lap, considering he had to fight through a couple of cars to get himself some space. That car's best lap in Robin's hands, second best overall, a 2094. He did a 2096 on that quick run. That boards well for later uh, in the week when qualifying comes up.
1: Wow. Yeah, that Chevy's uh, remarkably light on its tyres, isn't it? Yes. And uh, Robin does a really good job on, on, on uh, ol- older used tyres, and that was a great did, lap for him there. His 20th lap of the session, and uh, it was uh, a 209.660. It was uh, only, only himself and two other cars have gone faster than yes. that during this one-hour
0: practice session. Yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. Uh, Well, there we go then. Slightly stop start for the Allentier Automotive Network 120. Our race, uh, the the race will be on Thursday, along with uh, most of the rest of the support cards. And that's the first free practice session for the IMSA Mission and Pilot Challenge in the books. Thanks to Jeremy Shaw. Don't go too far away. Got more action coming for you here from Sebring and the 71st annual Mobile One, 12 hours of sleep. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check IMSAradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.